The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You're tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 21st of June and the time is now 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a positive and productive way for us mothers. Um, I hope you've all had a really nice week. Um, the weather has actually been lovely. We have had sunshine and I can see that it's creeping its way through and um, made its way through to today. I managed to get my washing out today, which feels quite nice and fresh. So um, I'm pleased with that. Um, there's um, a special fact that I wanted to share with the listeners today about 21st of June. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of it, but um, 21st of June is actually the longest day of the year. So uh, that means, ladies and mummies, we have got more daylight hours today than we will have of darkness. So it's going to be quite a job getting the kids to bed. So good Good luck with that. Um, in the studio today, I have um, a representative um, from the Alzheimer's Society. I have Katie Blackburn. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good. very well. Nice to see some sunshine this week. Oh, I know. It's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> right, yes. It really is. So it's quite nice driving in the sunshine, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. yeah. It makes a difference from last week. Yeah, and not putting the wipers on and, yeah. having, <laughs> yeah, and trying to see our way through the screen. Yes. And I also have Profila. Profila has um, uh, a member of the family who... Um, is living with dementia, so she will be sharing her experience with us later on in the show. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Are you yes. enjoying the sunshine? Yes, of course, of course. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Makes it, you feel much lighter. It does. Yeah, I was yes. just going to say, it gives you yeah. that lift. So it, it does, lifts you it up does. a little bit and it makes um, everyone in high spirits. So we, we're does. all in high spirits today. Um, so we are live on air. Um, we are reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas. We are also live on the Inspire FM uh, webpage where you can listen to us through TuneIn. Um, we are live on Facebook, so you can wave to the cameras, ladies, uh, so you can connect and um, also put your comments in the comment box there as well. Um, plenty of ways to connect. If you have questions to our guests today, please do text in on uh, the studio number, which is 0779481822, and that's text or WhatsApp. Um, you can do either. Um, if you can't listen to the show today, uh, we are repeated on Saturdays from 11 o'clock, so you can connect to the show then. Um, as always, I like to start the show off with some headlines. So I've just got a couple of headlines here that I think would be relevant um, to, to us. Um, divorce is likely to put, on put weight on children, study suggests. So researchers say that children whose parents are divorced are more likely to get fat than those who par whose parents stay together. The weight gain uh, is particularly marked around the age of six and under. So the researchers from the School of Economics and Political Science state that uh, there are several factors that could contribute to this, with a few being children um, are not being able to take part in extracurricular activities because of financial strains, parents working longer, therefore less time to prepare nutritious meals. Um, there's less money to spend on healthier options, so i.e. fresh fruit and vegetables. Um, and the list goes on. So um, that's something to uh, keep our eyes out on, um, making sure that um, our children are eating healthy despite our marital situations. Um, and the other headline is um, lives destroyed by NHS eating disorder failures. So the NHS in England is failing to provide sufficient care for people with eating disorders. Research suggests that there are over a million people who have an eating disorder but um, have limited um, specialist help um, and can't access this, leaving patients um, to rely on GPs who actually have limited skills and training to provide adequate support. There have been changes in the children's services, so there's positive changes there where they are addressing this situation and speeding things up, but the adult care remains problematic. So the chief executive of BEAT, 
uh, says this research, research should set alarm bells ringing. Eating disorders has one of the highest mortality rates, so more needs to be done to minimise the risks. So um, we have that. Um, I think we have quite a few questions popping through already uh, with regards to our um, show. So uh, without delay, I'm going to introduce the um, topic of today, which is we will be discussing... Um, Alzheimer's and uh, dementia um, in great depth and uh, the aim of the show is really to try and clear any stereotypes around um, dementia and um, Alzheimer's to educate us a bit more because I think people it's, it's becoming very common and it's very talked about and I don't think people in the community have enough knowledge about um, this and uh, we have Katie who will be um, hopefully sharing the facts and stats uh, with us uh, around um, Alzheimer's and dementia and we have as I mentioned earlier um, Profella who has uh, first forgive me if I'm saying your name wrong is it is that correct it's absolutely oh, correct. right yes. yeah, who has first-hand experience of dealing with um, uh, someone who is living with um, dementia so I, I wanted to first um, ask the most um, most popular question and I'll put this out to either of yourselves but um Perhaps Katie can help us out here. Uh, is there a difference between um, Alzheimer's and dementia? So it's a good question. Yes. And actually a question that um, is probably kind of common misunderstanding mm. um, about. Because we do kind of say the two sometimes, um, you know, sometimes the same sentence. So mm. yes, definitely um, a good one to touch on. Actually, um, there is a difference. Yes, okay. there is. They, dementia and Alzheimer's um uh, are not um, kind of the same thing. Um, and the way we differentiate this, so at Alzheimer's Society, um, we use the word dementia as an umbrella term. Um, so dementia actually... Um, we talk about that to identify a set of um, symptoms mm -hmm. um, that go alongside that. So such as memory loss, behaviour mm -hmm. changes, maybe mm -hmm. cognitive impairment, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and there actually are over or more than a hundred different forms of dementia, wow. um, which probably people don't don't realise. You know, there are lots and lots of different forms and, and not kind of one dimension it's not one dementia suits all mm. so people will experience kind of different things in their own rights when they, mm -hmm. they're diagnosed now the most common form of dementia mm -hmm. is alzheimer's disease that's okay. that's the most common form and that's probably why we maybe switch between some people say alzheimer's i have dementia okay. so we kind of overarch it to say dementia which means a whole range of symptoms mm -hmm. and can include a lot of things but the most common form of dementia is Alzheimer's disease mm -hmm. that's slowly followed by something called vascular mm -hmm. dementia mm -hmm. and then so on so on there's you know more up to a hundred other different, different forms and types yeah. so people will probably say I have dementia mm -hmm. but it could be a, a particular type of dementia that they actually are officially diagnosed with okay. um so that's kind of the main kind of, uh, of difference, really. And okay. and I think, it's, yeah, it's just to kind of highlight the, the myth buster, so to speak, that, yes, they are yeah. two different things yes. um, when we talk about it. But you probably more commonly hear everybody describe any type of, you know, dementia that they've got a particular type as, mm -hmm. I have dementia. Mm -hmm. um, but that could be an actual specific mm -hmm. diagnosis when you drill down into it. Okay. So you mentioned um, Alzheimer's um, is a disease um, is the um, most common and that's why it's a type of dementia. Yeah. So um, uh, what is Alzheimer's then? How, how uh, is it's the disease of... So what, dement how does it work? Yeah, so, you know. dementia um, is it's a disease of the brain. Okay. You know, dementia is disease of the brain. Mm -hmm. So um, in any form of dementia, whether it be Alzheimer's disease, like say vascular dementia, mm -hmm. there, is, there are different parts of our brain that mm -hmm. are affected. Mm -hmm. And with this will come probably um, ch different changes in different ways um, it kind, of, it kind of affects us. So it could be memory loss, could be could be one symptom, or it could be behavioural changes mm -hmm. that affects us. It could be kind of our cognitive stimulation and kind of our the way we maybe move or coordination um, okay. kind of goes um, gets goes missing or kind of doesn't really match up. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so on, and so on. There's, there's, there's a variety, of, and that's where I say one, one type of. Once you've met one person with dementia, you've met one person with dementia, yeah. because you know not one type suits yeah. all. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there, there are a lot of different forms, and and people, like I say, experiencing their own. I'm sure some of your listeners out there will know what their you know loved one is going through, yes. but yeah. then we'll also know um, somebody else, and they're going through it in a completely different way. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I have a couple of questions and I've sort of split it up. So we're going to go through the myths, the facts, and then going through Profila's personal experience. So, um, you know, the other myth, um, around, uh, dementia is, um, uh, only old people, um, get dementia. So, you know, is, is this true or false? You know, uh, is, is, is that the case? People that are old only get dementia? Yeah. And again, another, um, misconception of, mm. of, of dementia and kind of, um, you know, Alzheimer's here, Outside side here, here to break down those stigmas and those barriers yeah. um, of what people generally think are out there. And, mm. and you're right, d- um, dementia is not um, a, an older person's disease. Just mm. because you're getting older doesn't mean you're going to get dementia. Mm. Um, that, that's absolutely not true at all. There are over 850,000 people wow. living with dementia in the UK wow. currently. Wow. Now, of that, 42,000 people are actually under the age of 65. So when you weigh that up, you know, it's it's not an old person's disease. Dementia can affect us at any time. It doesn't matter who you are, Mm -hmm. dementia can affect you at any point. Um, And we've had experiences and we've shared stories um, Mm -hmm. of people with dementia that have maybe been diagnosed in their um, 30s, 40s. And there is actually, like I've told you before, you know, there's there's, um, over 100 different types of dementia. There are even childhood dementias wow. so you know yeah. that there people you know children um can get a form of dementia in okay. some cases so it, it's not it's not you know that because we're living longer old, because we're going to yeah. get older we're yeah. going to get dementia yeah. um and it, it like i said it can affect anyone at any time right. which yeah. is it's why it's so important mm-hmm. to recognize signs to mm-hmm. seek help from a gp medical help and then the right support early on right, yeah to be able to then make sure you can live well yes. going forward and you yes. have the right support in place. Yes. Um, listeners, if you have just tuned in, we are live on air. Uh, we have Katie Blackburn and Profila in the studio today. Um, Katie has uh, is a rep from the Alzheimer's Society who's coming in um, to... Um, share some facts and statistics and also how the Alzheimer's Society works. So if you have any questions, please do text in on or WhatsApp in. WhatsApp in, I've made a new word up there. Um, 0779481 or 8822. So that's 0779481822. So you can text or WhatsApp the messages in. Um, and we also do have uh, Profila in the studio who has had a personal journey going through this. So um, I wanted to introduce you uh, to our listeners, Profila, if you could just uh, briefly introduce yourself to the listeners so you're not just sat there uh, listening in to us. If you could just... Uh, shout out to the listeners and explain who you are and um, a little bit about um, where you're coming from with this. Hi, everybody. Um, I had a personal experience of going through um, my sister-in-law who had dementia. If you could just bring your mic closer, sorry. Although although I had worked with mental health, um, it was quite strange because she was living quite far away from us. Mm -hmm. And um, whenever we used to speak to her, Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. That's okay. You're going to get it adjusted. Us, Thank you right? there. Thank you, Brother Tarek. Thank you, Tarek. <laughs> okay. So what what happened? Because she was living a bit far away, mm-hmm. uh, whenever we used to talk to her, mm-hmm. uh, it was like she wouldn't talk much because she was very much lively as a person. Okay. And my brother-in-law also would just say, she's not well. Okay. But she he would not break down what it meant by she's not well. Not like well. we many of the Asian people just say yeah. But in that sentence it doesn't mean it doesn't specify mm-hmm. what actually it means. So every time he used to phone he used to say uh, she's not well and uh, uh, sometimes she used to say what did you have for your lunch or dinner and says oh she only made paratha or she only made the rice and curry and we used to we never gave a thought, thinking she's physically not well. Mm. So uh, we just said, oh, maybe she's not physically well. That's why she just cooked whatever was easy for her. Yeah. But not realizing... See, us the, Asian people, we like our buffets. So we, having a single <laughs> bowl of rice and paratha is not right. We need exactly. to eat well. <laughs> and she, she was such a clever cook. Yes. And, and she was also another thing, what she had, she was like a computer for us. She knew 
all the family members' birthdays, wedding anniversary days, everything. So whenever we were stuck, we would phone her and we ask her. So every year they used to come and stay with us during the Christmas time for 15 days. And when she came once, she was acting quite strange, Mm. like her behavior was changing. Mm. Although I worked personally, you know, for quite some time with mental health, it just... I think probably it was, I was in a denial stage or not really understanding why she was behaving the way she was. Mm. So it was very strange. And my brother-in-law would not spell it out, maybe because he thought he doesn't want to trouble us as a family. Mm. Or he probably was a bit too not really understanding what was happening to her. So that's how the journey started with her. And we just found out that well, it was just accidentally we found out that she had dementia, but it took nearly three years before wow, we even knew that, wow, that so she had gone through dementia. Sweet, yeah. Although she behaved a couple of times very strangely, didn't dawn on us anyway. Yeah. So I would just request people, you know, if you find something very strange, strange. behavior going on yeah. for a bit of a more period of time, please contact your GP. GP yeah. yeah, it's very important. I mean, um, we had a text come in earlier um, and um, unfortunately she she's off to work, but she said if she could ask, if we could ask the question and she'll catch up on the show later on um the question is um what are the early signs i mean you know how how because you know we've talked about um there's a, a range of i mean i've gone on to alzheimer's society which listeners again um you can access that site and it's very um resourceful there's lots of things there all the questions that um i've been asking myself i've actually gone to the site and thought actually that's answered that that's answered that Mm -hmm. so there's uh, the the types of dementia is all on there as well and uh, you know the signs of them and everything that can see but it's also nice to have somebody here so i can ask the question and 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 say so you know what are the common early signs of dementia and this could go out to both of yourself. I mean, you know, uh, from your um, experience, and you know, how, 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 what the signs? So, <clears throat> as you just said, I'd signpost <clears throat> anybody to the Alzheimer's Society website <clears throat> to just get a general um, idea of the types and symptoms, <clears throat> um, and. People experience different things, so there mm. are a range of things, and I've touched on them um, just a bit ago. But um, kind of cognitive impairments, mm. memory loss, repetitiveness, mm. and the the thing, the, the kind of place where because we all forget things, mm. you know, in, in, in every day, no matter who yeah. we are, what age we are, you know, we will often forget something or yeah. you know forget to do something, and that's you know nothing often to worry about yeah. or to think, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, there's something really wrong with yeah. me here, you know, because it's it's a common way of life. We yeah. all do things. Um, but when it comes a bit more where there should be a bit of a concern or a bit maybe more of a kind of, a, okay, we maybe need to see to seek help from GP and things like mm. that, is when it, something becomes a lot more um, frequent. Yeah. So you're forgetting to do something or um, you're repeating yourself or there's a certain action that's becoming mm. a lot more than at what would we, we would class as the norm? What, yeah. what would be normal? Katie, can I just ask you, you know, I keep forgetting where I lose my mobile, where I kept my mobile, where yeah. I kept my house keys, yeah. or, you know, it just, so, I mean, what, I mean, what, what does it say? You know, because many times I forget where I've left my, especially mobile and a, a car keys and the house keys. Yeah. So do you think it's, I'm going through a dementia or what is it? I mean, if it, it would be, if you would, um, if your, if your family and yourself would be concerned about that. If that's mm. something that you're doing a lot more of and kind of it's not something that you ever did before, it's when something kind of it, it's it's not something you ever used to do mm. as much and it's, it's oh. worrying you. If, oh, if I what I think the bottom line to any of it, if you are concerned or you are worried in, in any way mm. um, about memory or, or what's going on, just seek advice. Seek advice from a GP. Go go talk to them about the type of things that's going on mm. and, and and what's happening mm. um and then they could do it they can do an assessment and, and, and a check and just and just talk to you just to maybe ease your mind but i wouldn't you know what i'd say to people is don't you know don't always worry. don't uh, yeah. go rushing off just yeah. because you know because it could be we all you know as we get older things yeah. you know yeah. we have busy lives mm, busy I lives know. and we have lots to think about and lots going on sometimes yeah. It's just that I forget the names as well, you know, a couple of years ago whom I have met and I probably might have worked with them. I just can't remember the names as well. So what is it? Is it uh, that just normal or am I getting into kind of dementia? Is yeah. kind yeah. of thing? You yeah, know, so. I mean, I, I would, I would, in your say, if, if you are worried yeah. and, you are, yes. and you are kind of getting to a position where you're thinking, 
gosh, you know, what, what's I going on? This isn't that, right. Yeah. I, you know, I'm doing this more. And maybe your family are picking up on it as well because our the families family, are yes. the co- closest yes. things to us. Mm-hmm. I think the family you know, probably, and yeah. if if families are, are starting to be concerned and think, gosh, you know that you should be doing, you should remember yeah. this, and you are doing this a lot more than you ever yeah. used to. That's right. you know, they're they're normally our biggest tellers yeah. of you know that you know our loved ones and the ones that are closest to us because yeah. sometimes we just. Put it, cast it to the side, yeah. and we think, oh, well, this, this is happening. Well, it's one of those things. But yeah. if they're worried and concerned, the, the bottom line is, go go speak go to your GP. Yeah. Yeah. Go go speak. That's the have first a chat. line of yeah. contact that, that we must have. Yeah, make, that, that is definitely the, yeah. the main port of call because they will be able to then do a, a general assessment yes. and general oh, thing. Yeah. And if then there are still concerns or that there's a bit of um, okay, we maybe need to investigate a little bit further. Mm. They will have or should have the right pathways mm-hmm. in place to then. Make you know, make a make a, a referral. I mean, we've got the yeah. memory clinics mm. um, in Luton, so they should be then able to refer, go on to the memory clinic, and that's from there where people would get a formal diagnosis yes. if th- there was you know concerns about dementia. I mean, I remember I did just a self test one, you know, just mm. like normally five questions. Mm-hmm. What normally first they do ask, and. Because you are aware what is going to, you make an effort yeah. to remember those things. So you, I passed all those five questions mm-hmm. and there was no worries. So I, my mind was at rest. Yeah, yeah. But I just wonder, is it just very simple test? Like what is the, the Mr. John is living in whatever, 110, uh, whatever road, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like few questions like that. And I just wonder, is that the normal way? The assessment is done. Um, I've, I unfortunately haven't got the ins and outs of the actual oh, okay. assessment. Okay. I, I don't deal in my in my day to day role. I don't kind of deal with the clinical side of things yeah. of, of, of what we do and the processes there. Okay. Um, but um, you know, by all means, have you know, yeah, have a chat. Okay. Just speak to your GP and see kind of what. Okay. Know, pros- I mean, the GP processes um, out there would yeah. have a, a form of assessment yeah. that but they then would go through. If, yeah. if okay. anybody is worried, and, and even if people feel they just want to have a general chat, yeah. and, and they might feel, I don't know, should I be seeing my GP? Should I not? Yeah. Contact Alzheimer's Society. We're here to offer advice and guidance mm-hmm. um, okay. to anyone good. concerned. Um, we, we do... Um, work with those that we were here for anybody affected by dementia so mm-hmm. when we say that it's normally we, we predominantly we work with people who have a formal diagnosis mm-hmm. so we wouldn't go into kind of the support element until a formal diagnosis yes, has been recognised but we are still there we have a national dementia helpline yeah. we have local contacts here in Luton mm-hmm. and you know we can always you know give advice and mm-hmm. signpost to say you know from what you're telling me Maybe make an appointment GGP yeah. then. Maybe seek this or maybe yeah. do that. So okay. I'd even advise to get, because mm-hmm. I'm in my capacity here, I don't deal with the actual um, operational sides of dealing one-on-one with people with dementia, yeah. um, but we have staff that do. Yes. So we have those people, the professionals on hand that can yeah. offer the right guidance, the right advice perfect, um, in a kind it? of a yeah. professional manner. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good idea. So okay. co- contacting the local office, and I and I can get the details of that, and I'll actually put, yeah. post that up on the, um, uh, the Facebook page page um and um uh, the the other myth uh, around this is are women more likely to get alzheimer's than men you know is this is i've i've a lot of people that i know that are living with dementia um tend to be women and i've i very rarely see men so i always think is it because we're just crazy busy women we just have so much going on in our lives that it's going to affect the way our brain's functioning and you know it's it, it is is that true or is i don't want to but for Phyllis, <laughs> she's going to get a bit more worried now. Come on, come on with this. But um, yeah, I mean, and yes, you are right. Women are more likely um, okay. to get dementia than men. It actually, um, women um, live longer. Maybe is that the case? Because I think this research do say. Uh, I mean, it's statistics are that the women live a lot longer than men. So is is that why the percentage well, of we use women? our well, brain more than men? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at the moment, I mean, women with dementia outnumber men mm-hmm. um, with the condition almost um, two to one. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it is you know, it does affect us more. Um, our, um, 
It's due to most looking at the, I think, our brain cells in women, um, research showing that they, they die off a lot faster than men. So, you know, why why that is, um, I, I've, okay. you know, I'm not too, there's a lot, there's research behind that. There mm-hmm. is research going on um, there. I think one of the main theories um, that, uh, of this is that um, we produce um, the hormone estrogen. Yes. And that actually oh. can play a part oh, in okay. why um, it affects us in that way mm-hmm. um but the, yeah like i said there's research going on how but yeah it, it is it is a true statistic that yeah women are more likely than men um to develop dementia yeah um, and um it, it also says because during the uh, menopause women stop producing um so much estrogen which could explain why more women are more likely than mm. men to um live with dementia yeah so um that's that so um listeners you are free to text in and um ask our um guests in the studio uh, any questions uh, that you may have we are actually believe it or not going for a break it's come around so quick <laughs> uh, so we are going for a short break so after the break we will continue with the discussion and go through my list of questions but um i also i'm going to hold it up to the camera now so you know i am continuing the free friday giveaway where um uh, one lucky listener could be um um enjoying that and i'll explain the goodies that are in that as well after the break but uh, thank you ladies for um bearing with me this morning um i'm still trying to wake up but do join us <laughs> after the break and um uh, we'll catch you then thank you Assalamualaikum. you're listening to an inspire fm podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on inspire fm Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to, I'm just getting the mics ready. Welcome back to Mother's Planet on Inspire FM. The date is Friday 21st of June, longest day of the year. Just thought I'd add that one in. And the time is 10.30. I'm your host Neelam and joining me in the studio today is Katie Blackburn from the Alzheimer's Society and Profila. Hello, ladies. Hi. Um, In the show so far, we have been discussing um, dementia and increasing the awareness around this. We've uh, touched on Profila's personal journey um, around this. um, And I've got a list of questions that I'm firing at um, Katie here. Uh, um, I did mention before the break about the uh, free Friday giveaway, which I'm holding up again, which is a mug with all the must-have. We have a bar of chocolate, so there we go. (laughs) Biscuit and tea bag and also the inspiration. Inspire FM uh, keyring coin, which is like the shopping trolley coin. So if you are, which like myself, ever short of a pound to use on the shopping <laughs> trolleys, that's our lifesaver. So to be a lucky winner, um, all you have to do is to text or WhatsApp into the studio um, and uh, tell me what the topic of discussion today is, along with your full name. And uh, when all entries will be selected at random at the end of the show and contacted as well. So get texting. So uh, I will uh, hopefully have that mug given away. So um, before the show... Um, uh, break. We were talking about um, women are more likely to suffer or live with um, dementia. Um, uh, I wanted to um, ask another myth, mythical question: um, Is is it genetic? I mean, you know, if if you have parents that have had it, if you've had a, a sister-in-law or brother-in-law or a brother, can can it be passed down to the family, or is this something that just is down to the individual? Yeah, and and that's, that can be good question and quite scary actually if you've mm. you know if you've never had it in your family before and then yeah. your parents um uh diagnose with it you then yes yeah, do start worrying gosh am i gonna get this is yeah. this is this gonna um you know, come on to me and actually that myth um it is false okay. you're not just because you're you know your mum or your dad or you you know you've got a brother or sister that's been diagnosed mm. that doesn't mean um yeah you, you you're going to develop dementia mm. as well mm-hmm. um there's actually um over four, um, sorry, no, there's actually, um, with um, genetics, there's um, kind of, a, it, it comes down to um, hereditary kind of forms as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's some um, 
forms that are the more rarer forms of dementia yeah. um, than than others where um, you're probably going to get so there's a condition called frontotemporal lobe dementia okay. um, and that can be a rarer gene which mm-hmm. means that the genetic is in the family okay. um, and you can go on to develop it mm-hmm. but um, there's about 99% um, of Alzheimer's diseases aren't hereditary yeah. and it's just the fact that there's the part of your brain that the disease um, is affecting mm-hmm. um is is tagging there so yeah no that the actual myth is is false you false. won't develop okay. it um mm-hmm. um as a hereditary condition yeah. it's not okay. a hereditary condition yeah. um and um is this this is quite a sad question to ask but um is dementia curable exactly so at the moment, no. Mm-hmm. Um, there is actually no cure for dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is why we're here. Alzheimer's mm-hmm. Society is here to mm-hmm. one day find a cure. That's mm-hmm. that's what all our work um, mm-hmm. is leading towards. Um, there's um, also been no um, d- clinical drug um, to, to kind of slow the progression down. In the last 15 years, there's been no um, kind of drug to, to come out to kind of you know slow mm. the condition either um so at the moment there's a lot of research going on mm-hmm. um to uh, find and and try and um, produce a drug that will either slow um the condition or the progression of the condition down mm-hmm. um and and kind of help that but at the moment there is no ultimate cure you sure know there's right, nothing yeah. to that will mm-hmm. do it and dementia is a progression progressive condition yeah. so s- symptoms will unfortunately get worse yes. as, as, as we as we go on and we, mm-hmm. we live with the condition um but it's not to say people can't live well with okay. dementia okay. Um, there's a lot of um support and mm-hmm. um <coughs> access to services that people can can obtain in their own communities mm-hmm. um that enables them um to, to, to live mm-hmm. um as, as 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 much as possible and, and to be able to be included and be part of society yeah. for as long as they can um as well so it's not that after a diagnosis that's, that's it, it. Mm-hmm. you know you're left to it and actually your your life ends mm-hmm. it, it doesn't and and we really strongly try and push that message out yeah. um that you can live well with dementia mm-hmm. um as long as you get the diagnosis at the right time so yeah. a support for an early diagnosis mm-hmm. and and then following that, the right support mm. um, to help you and to help your family to cope and to kind of <coughs> live well with them. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, uh, this is Profila. I wanted to ask to you here now. I mean, you said it took nearly um, three years for you yes. to actually get a formal um, diagnosis for your sister-in-law. So um, those three years for your family must have been turmoil because how can you just walk us through your journey a little bit and how did it impact the family emotionally or you know the dynamics of the family how what were the impacts and you know what was it that made you guys think right now we actually need to get medical advice on this how did that all come about I think the thing is because we didn't know ourselves and mm-hmm. because my brother my sister-in-law lived far away, we just didn't get the true picture of whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But then my brother-in-law must have got the help from Alzheimer's Society. He must have, he did go to GP and explained. Mm-hmm. But my sister-in-law kept on saying nothing was wrong with her, so they mm-hmm. couldn't go any further. Uh, but it just accidentally, we just met a uh, my brother-in-law's daughter in Canada Mm -hmm. and she explained a lot more what was going on Mm -hmm. so when we came back back to UK obviously we got in touch with us and we went to visit them and actually found out that the diagnosis was just made Mm -hmm. but he was on his own just two of them were living in the house Mm -hmm. so we just asked them to move to Luton Mm -hmm. so we can support them you know nearby Mm -hmm. and they did move Mm -hmm. and then after that um he he knew whom to contact, like Alzheimer's Disease Society, mm-hmm. and they were absolutely smashing. Yeah. Great, great, great help. Yeah. And um, initially, it was very difficult to manage her. Um, right, okay. and so could you see out. her deteriorating we did yes yeah. uh, it was it it was very painful it was very painful mm. you know slowly slowly and then my brother-in-law he was finding very tough to manage her as well and mm. when she 
when she really got down really down and because he had a heart problems he couldn't manage her very well at all mm-hmm. because my sister in law was losing her speech her vocabulary all the skills yeah. she was just sitting there she would not even make a cup of tea for herself and she became incontinent as well mm-hmm. so it was very very difficult for him to manage mm-hmm. and then obviously with the family we sat down went to and we helped him to take a decision to move her into a home mm-hmm. where she is now and she's she's cared for very well in a present home where she is and how long has she been there now? she's been nearly two and a half years wow now. okay and today is her birthday so we are Aww. bringing her home <laughs> and the home is very gladly arranged for the taxi and Aww. somebody to come with her a carer to come with her how lovely uh, to spend some time with us so yes but yeah. I must say the support we got it you know because we just didn't know initially what we can get mm. but once we got the right support, support the life was lot easier and manageable yeah. you know for yeah. all of us because we all had gone through trauma yeah. because she was so lively and she was so loving yeah. and even now at this moment in time she doesn't know anybody and it's very painful to see her because she just yeah. looks through you through to you you know you just she doesn't know what Recognize. relations i have or wow. her husband and nobody else and it's very painful but yeah. whatever we can do to make her comfortable and possible and is her know, speech so, um is she able to communicate no, not not at all now okay. it deteriorated very fast with mm. i think it only took about a year and a half Wow. And it very very quickly it, she deteriorated yes mm. so it's very sad. see i mean um it's quite sad to to hear how fast her deteriorate and it sometimes you must sort of stop and think so we knew that there were early on signs and we you just undernod and it's very common in the asian community because we know very exactly. little i mean as we were saying earlier before the break that it, dementia is and alzheimer's is really talked about now and i really wanted to make today's show um an insight into that and really reach out to listeners and explain to them that this is some it's not a taboo subject it's you know something that's happening we are you know facing it daily with people and it's something we should actually have a good understanding of and had you maybe picked it up a lot earlier you could have got the right support and maybe your brother-in-law would not have gone through the emotional journey mm-hmm. that he did because um the question i wanted to ask is um you know in our community how how did like you know friends relatives and everything react to this because sometimes everyone's like oh it's okay she's maybe she's just getting old and mm-hmm. you know and left it as that yeah i mean the worst thing is sometimes you know the word pagal they say yeah. pagal pagal ho gayi you know yeah, and that's not really right English it's word just is mad. A, yeah it's yeah. just a bad word and it's just the yeah. illness people need to realize and now the lot now obviously a lot of awareness is coming up mm. because all the well-being groups mm. um, you go to they have somebody to come and talk about dementia mm. and my brother in law especially encouraged me to come here today mm. so i can talk about my personal journey with my sister in law and then sick communication is such an important thing just mm. talk it out you know and there is a lot and lot of help out there mm. which you need to get it but if you don't talk you would never you know you would no. never get it yeah. so it's better to speak out about all that and don't feel shy yeah just uh, just so i mean your brother in law now because um his wife's in the care home um he is on his own now he so, is yeah so and how is his emotional journey because he's yes. he's let go of his best friend he, yeah he he is very tough for him but he, do you know he goes every evening to yeah. see her wow. and feed her Yeah. every evening he would not even when we mm. want to go on a holiday i said just come come with us for a week and he would not mm. only because he wants to go and see his wife every mm. evening although she doesn't recognize him yeah it doesn't for him it doesn't matter he just feels he needs to go that's his so, support yes, to he her and he yeah. yeah. he looks forward you know whenever we are 4 o'clock up as for and then he said no i must go you know so yeah. he keeps and that's very nice because um when he, when they were living together yes. it, there was a point where he didn't actually know what to do with her so now he's looking forward to going to see yes, her and yeah. he's actually he's got that it's is exciting it's not like i i'm lost here i don't know what no. to do with her so um that's it's quite interesting as well for yeah. philip mentions that because obviously outside society um yes we're here well, for those 
diagnose dementia, but we're here for anybody affected yeah. by dementia, mm-hmm. uh, and that's oh, carers yes. as well. Yeah. So yeah. what um, Patap is going through that mm-hmm. you know he um, goes visits her every day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and spends time with her. He won't go on holidays because mm-hmm. he wants to be with her. Obviously, the journey for carers mm-hmm. is is just as harrowing if not more so because they are seeing this you know day in day out they're trying to do their best um and and it can be it could be really awful uh, you know for them so outside society you know we're here to support the carers Mm -hmm. as well um and give that practical advice Mm -hmm. support Mm -hmm. this um in in some parts we will have groups that carers can go to um as well to seek um support from other carers so they have that you know kind of connection um that they can go and seek advice in people in other similar situations um so it's it's important to recognize that as well and it's important you know if you are a carer out there that you do actually step back and put yourself in the forefront a little bit and say that you know it's a, it's a big job it's very difficult it it's yeah. it's you know and a very emotional journey um i have a next door neighbor who has a sister um who's in her 90s um and is in and is um living with dementia her sister's living with dementia and um as sisters before her diagnosis they got on very well they used to shop together and um, her niece used to come take her out shopping and and do things but since the diagnosis she's finding that her sister's snappy with her now so she tries to avoid her because she said it's just not healthy for our relationship but it's quite emotional for my next door neighbor to see her sister go through that and then some days she'll be you know sat at home watching tv and she'll just her her phone ring and she'll answer it and it's her sister telling her how much she loves her so it's quite you know it's quite and she'll recall which is an interesting fact here because um a lot of people associate with uh dementia with memory loss that's it you've Mm. forgotten things but actually that's not the case because um or is it i don't know um because she is one of many it could be one of many memory loss Mm. is is one of the most common um kind of symptoms um that can especially with with, you know alzheimer's disease but um there's there's lots of other things it could be just pure behavioral changes where people's attitudes and the way they are towards people change like Mm. i said it could be um with visual impairment you know Mm. it could be that vision is severely affected with um, the type of dementia um, that's going on um and all sorts of other things you know movement and mm. kind of trying to do um, certain tasks become really yeah, difficult that okay. they used to be able to do once upon a time so yeah, yeah. there's all all different ways right, yeah. dementia can affect us right. because it, it affects it's a disease that affects you know different parts of our brain Mm. So, I mean, um, did you find with your sister-in-law, um, when, when, was she angry? Did, did she, you know, how was her behaviour when she, when she was deteriorating? How was she towards she, the family? She was getting angry as well because she never liked anybody telling her what to do because she always was on top of the world. She yeah. was always very capable yeah. of doing things. And if she picked up something from the floor, which you know, could be any silly thing, yeah. and we would stop her, and she would get very irritated, very angry with us. Uh, so it was, yes, it became very difficult to be with her or to manage her or even to go shopping with her, you know, because yeah. she might walk away, we had to hold her hand all the time, little things. So yeah. it can affect so much to the carer. Yeah. And um, obviously family also came in, which mm-hmm. was a great, great support. All, all the family members got together. And because my brother-in-law, he never cooked he just didn't mm. know any cooking. Mm. So when she stopped cooking, there was nothing in the house he could eat. It was to wow. that stage he actually went. So it was emotional, but it was also in a way very much in a practical way. He just couldn't do anything. Yeah. So moving here, it did help. And then obviously yeah. there are lots of groups around here yeah. where he, well-being groups. Yeah. Where and he, he, goes and to, he actually yeah, goes he to He attends them. all yeah. the, well. I mean, three of them, he attends four of them, actually. He, he attends four wow. of the well-being groups on a different yeah. days, yeah. which he, sh- which at least he has a time for himself. And yeah. obviously the food is, hot food is there for him as well. Mm. So that Has he learned to cook that. in the process? Well, <laughs> <laughs> cheese on toast, or maybe beans on toast, something like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but the, the family members are around. So like today I'm cooking and I'm taking yeah to his house so things like that we all chip in you know yeah. so it's great yeah and obviously the uh, the official support like um, all the gps well-being mm-hmm. alzheimer's mm-hmm. and all that it, it's helping yes mm. 
So he at least feels he's not on his own, you know. And mm. he also knows that when he came to Kara's group, like Katie, you just mentioned, he did find that he was not the only one mm -hmm. and sharing his problems. That's what he found very much a freedom to talk because it was not the family. It was all outsiders. So he actually talked about whatever he was going through, yeah. which he was a bit reluctant to talk to us yeah. because he thought we get upset. You know, and he's yeah. such a lovely person. He just didn't want to upset the family members. Yeah. So actually those sort of care support group really helped him mm. to uh, ventilate his emotions and his feelings mm. and his journey or whatever you want to say. That's very important. And that's yes. very good because you're right. I, mean, I think in, as um, any individual to yes. open up to a, a member of the family in that it's way, it, you don't want to be judged or you don't want yeah. anyone to feel upset that you're going through something. So it's quite nice. Right. And it so is. he and he's accessing all these yes. um, uh, support um, networks. So I mean, um, you know, what's your advice then to anyone, you know, um, how, what, what are you doing since now? So since your sister-in-law has been um, diagnosed with dementia and she is um, in the care home, um, what, what's, how, what's the family outlook? How, what do you, what are you doing? Are you, was it easy to step outside and explain to the community, this is what she's living with and this is how, how was that? To explain the community is pretty difficult initially, mm. um, but what I'm so glad to say that the all the well-being well groups are um, sort of having the sessions from people, like it could be the consultant from the hospital, they yeah. come and talk about uh, uh, dementia, yeah. or people like uh, Katie, yeah. somebody comes and talks about dementia, so awareness is a lot more coming. Well, yeah, okay. And my brother-in-law, obviously, he forced me to come here today to yeah. talk about it because he believes the communication is the main yeah. tool. Don't be afraid to talk. Just, yeah. just talk and explain. Yeah. And that's where the help would come. But yeah. don't be shy. Don't be shy. There yeah. is no more stigma, you know, just it's an illness and accept the illness. It's mm. not thing that you've been possessed by something or it's nothing yeah. like that, you know. So, yes. And I there's would just lots say of advice and lots of supports out there. I mean, um, I'm just going to quickly go into them, but I will I will have all this posted out. I mean, um, we've got um, in Luton base, we've got lots of support workers and um, these are often present in local GPs and community groups. So, you know, you can access them from um, your first line of um, contact, which is the GP. Um, we've got the Dementia Cafe, which I thought was lovely when I read this. Um, this runs every third and fourth Friday of every month and it's held at Hope Church on Villa Road um, the postcode's LU27NT and that's from 2 to 4pm so um, that's um, there and they also have um, Young Onset Dementia Support Group at the same um, venue um, at Hope Church and that's on the um, the 3rd I think I may have got the yes that that's the third of every month as well um but that actually is from 1:30 to uh 3:30 so um again this can all be um available from the Luton um office that we have which is based on Pointers Road and on in Dunstable so you can access all this information about what support groups are running and everything there um uh, it is it is just to stress that that is for people who have a formal diagnosis yeah. of dementia so mm -hmm. you you will need to you know have that process through your gp and through mm -hmm. the memory clinic to have yes, that okay. formal diagnosis to access these services but once you've got them then the sooner you get a diagnosis yeah, yeah. The, the better that you can access these early on yeah. and, and follow you know have that support right at the start yeah okay so i wanted to ask about the alzheimer's society because this is you know as as we've just said that you know over the last few years you've sort of become recognized and i know last week was it last week you had cupcake day so um yeah. you know yeah, um week. we're doing lots of uh, the time's just going so quick i have no idea where we are <laughs> um but you had um cup uh, which was a national event so maybe you could explain a bit more about that to the listeners you know how is Alzheimer's Society funded and how what what was the purpose of this cupcake day and how did it work yeah yep so so Alzheimer's Society is um the UK's leading dementia charity mm -hmm. um we not only um kind of um, fund research mm -hmm. um, and campaign for change mm -hmm. um, but we provide um, information and support mm -hmm. um, and improved care as well um so we're we have you know, a whole range of things um, that we're involved in um, and we're quite unique in that um, mm -hmm. as, as a dementia charity. Um, 
what um, we do throughout the year is hold various um we have a fundraising calendar of various mm. events so mm. you've just mentioned there we held something called cupcake day yeah. which um, is a kind of uh, very inclusive <laughs> all family events that anyone could take part in and do um <clears throat> some cake sales or buy some cakes and just um have a really nice fun day where um, they get communities out and kind of people involved and raise money raise Mm -hmm. money um to help support um the work that we do Mm -hmm. and we have other various things and and we we have our website which is the best um place to access all our events and um things that go on throughout the year so that's at alzheimers.org.uk um um we have coming up the next kind of big thing is um, memory walk, walk yeah, just um, which I'm sure we'll touch on yeah. um, later. Um, we've got some memory walks. The closest ones here will be one in Milton Keynes and another one in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they're just inclusive. It's, a, it's an all-inclusive event. So, you know, bring families together. So, you know, children, um, grandparents, anyone mm-hmm. come together, even your pets. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to mention that because I've just uh, went onto the website and quickly uh, managed to get some. So the closest to uh, Luton mm-hmm. surrounding areas we've got one in milton Keynes, which is happening on the 22nd of september that's right and we've got the oxford which is 15th of september and we've got one in watford so um mm-hmm. um that's happening on the 14th of september and then uh we have cambridge as well and peterborough cambridge is uh, a little later which is in october 6th of october and peterborough 15th of september so again listeners you can access this um all on the um Alzheimer's Society website if you wanted to join in um, it looks like um, quite a, a fun activity to actually take part in yeah. um, uh, you can burn some calories while we're at it as well and then maybe get some cupcakes at the yeah, end of exactly, it so exactly. um, I do have which Katie has very kindly um bought in some recipes because on the show I do share some recipes uh, but I'm limited for time today so I won't be sharing them on air but I will have uh, some of those uh, recipes posted up which you can and the idea was uh, we called it cupcake nostalgia so um so it was kind of a theme that we brought into this year's cupcake day because we run yeah. cupcake day every year in june um and um kind of wanted to put a bit of a spin on it this year mm-hmm. so it was trying to really um bring people living with dementia at the heart of our mm-hmm. work and what we do because that that's what we're here for we're here to tell the stories of people living with dementia so mm-hmm. they're kind of at the heart of everything we do mm-hmm. so we kind of went to them and to said you know it'd be great to share some recipes for people to get involved yeah. this year but things that may be cupcakes it or flavors that you enjoyed it, yeah. um back in your childhood yeah. so we kind of got that kind of engagement from them yeah. to then build recipes that we could share with others to make but it's mm. from people's own kind of pastime memories of mm. what they like to eat and the type of flavors they enjoyed um to then share out this year yeah so we are nearing the end of the show thank you so much ladies for all your input in today's discussion i hope it's been beneficial to all our listeners um and um last words we've got about 30 seconds left of the show so katie any anything that you'd like to reach out to our listeners and just say yeah i think communication's the key communication in all of this is the key so talk to each other talk to your gp Mm -hmm. talk to alzheimer's society really make sure you're accessing the right support get a diagnosis as soon as you possibly can if you know something's wrong you know you've got you've got right to keep asking and to Mm -hmm. kind of get the right support at the right time um and we're here for anybody affected by dementia okay thank you very much thank you ladies and uh assalamualaikum juman bark to all our listeners Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.